Yep, bam, bam. Yep, bam, bam. Yep, up, ba, da, ba. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my dear lord. Oh my god. My sweet good lord. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. It's oh my lord. Oh my lord. Oh my sweet lord by George Harrison right there. What? No, it's uh, Sonic Weekly. We're uh, <laughs> Welcome back to Sonic Weekly. Every seven days or so, we bring you hot and fresh Sonic the Hedgehog and adjacent content. I am Grandpa. With me is... Let's go to Bo. He is the uh, uh, Sega Saturn Burning Rangers uh, reverse engineer extraordinaire, as the press has heralded recent accomplishments in the Burning Rangers ROM hacking space. Hi, Bo. Hey, yeah, they need French words to describe my genius. <laughs> and you know when you know when you hear that loot loop, it's time for Sonic Weekly. And uh, I don't think that was uh, my sweet lord. It was she's so fine, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to go to uh, Judge Smoothies for this case. Hi, Smoothies. Oh, hi. What am I judging? <laughs> Did George Harrison, in fact, rip off, uh, I believe it was the, uh, was it the Supremes or the Chiffons? I think that's um, the Chiffons, and I think I yeah. said she's so fine, but it's he's so fine. Right. Okay. Smoothies, uh, the question to you is hello. Oh, I can answer that one. Hi, Grant. How are you? Uh, we're fine. I th we're, we're thinking that George Harrison... Um, I have indulged in a little bit of uh, light plagiarism. Hey, who doesn't? You know. Yeah. Um, and then also, the star of the show, lurking from the shadows, out into the spotlight, David the Lurker. Hi, David. Whoa. Hello, Grant. Hello, Bo. And hello, Smoothies. Yep, it's me, David. And I'm back. It, well, it's not like I was gone, but I'm back anyway. <laughs> oh, good. I was gone. I'm back. Yeah, you yeah, were gone. Was Where gone. were you? Smoothies was gone. Yeah. Bo was gone. <laughs> But now Bo's back. The, we right. got the four Ninja Turtles back together. Yeah, I'm, I'm here all, all the time. Uh, what, what people don't realize, I'm going to pull back the curtain, is that when we're done recording, everyone leaves, and I always somehow am the last one in the room. They don't know. I just stay here and wait until everyone comes <laughs> back. <laughs> they gave you a curtain? Yeah. It's strange that you're not the first one here then. You're always the last one here. Yeah. Because you, well, you would just carry over. You would just be here... Right. We well, because like, I've been standing here for seven days. Then when I see everyone's come in, I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't showered. Yeah, I haven't gone to the bathroom. You know, you're like, no. I got to tidy myself up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're looking oh so fine. Uh, my sweet Lord, David. George Harrison, lovely artist. Uh, the Beatles, great artists. Uh, Ringo Starr, has he played a Sonic the Hedgehog game that features Shadow in it? I want to start the conversation there. Do we think Ringo, we've talked about Paul. I don't think we've talked about Ringo, and I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about Ringo mm -hmm. with regard to Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Forces, Sonic 06, Sonic Battle. There's a number of video games with Shadow the Hedgehog in them. Do you think Ringo Starr has ever played or been in the same room where a game featuring Shadow the Hedgehog was being played? How long was he doing the, the train show? Do you think like in the green room they would have had a setup? Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Right. The well, yeah, the shining right over here. It was called Shining Time Station. Yeah, it was just Thomas Tankin. He he stopped doing it for a while, right? I mean, he stopped doing it in the 90s and then George Carlin took over. Or was that just here? Was it always Ringo? I, I wasn't sure if it was Carlin, then Ringo, Ringo, then Carlin. It was Ringo first. Yeah, I know it was Ringo first and then it was Carlin and then PBS stopped doing Shining Time Station and it's it's a footnote in the Thomas the Tank Engine history, which I don't know much about it. I just they fire him for using like the seven words you can't say on. <laughs> <laughs> right, a, a cursory search of Ringo Starr and Sonic the Hedgehog uh, is is not coming up with anything. Uh, I need an answer from the gut. I need an answer from your soul and your spirit, not from uh -huh. the uh, quote unquote fact books. The uh, dates and records and ledgers of who was where when. I need to know, right? Well, if we think Ringo and Shadow have crossed over in the earthly realm, I'm thinking no, but I'm thinking we got to make it happen while it's still possible. Right, he's still kicking while Shadow is still alive. <laughs> um, right, because uh, okay, when when did George George Harrison? Okay, I'm just looking it up because I I don't know. I was like, when did George, George Harrison, Harrison could die? not have no, played? It was 2001. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was 2002, but I'm going to say he was in ill health towards the end. He probably did not play a game featuring Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> right. I mean, there would have only been the one. 
yes, he died in November of 2001. So Sonic did right. exist. So it's possible. Yeah. Yes. It is entirely possible that maybe he's laying there, you know, and his son uh-huh. walks in with the Dreamcast and he's like, well, why are you, why are you painting this picture? Why, why are you painting this sad picture? It's such well, a sad, this is such a, <laughs> this is the saddest time of year, David. Everybody's feeling the holiday blues. Mm-hmm. And now we're recreating the moments where George Harrison died. And the last thing he ever did was play Shadow the Hedgehog and hear, I'm the coolest. And he thought, God damn it, I can't believe they caught me with ripping off She's So Fine. <laughs> well, well, maybe, you know, George Harrison, he's like, I'm, I was one of the Beatles. We were cool. We were fab. And then when he heard Shadow say, I'm the coolest, he was like, finally, the torch has been passed. <laughs> I, I, can, I can now go gently into that good night. All right, okay. That's, that's how I visualize it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, fine. But Ringo, we think no. We think Ringo and Shadow, no, not yet. Not yet. He's going to see Sonic 3. I feel like he stumbled into the movie theater and saw Sonic 1 and 2, uh, you know, not at the same time, separate occasions. But I feel like it is just something he stumbled into and was like, hey, what's this? Sat down with his drum kit because he always just has it on him. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said, oh, I play me, me play the drums for right. the shadow. Right, right. He didn't stick around for the post credit scene. He got up. Uh, so he didn't see it yet. He didn't see Shadow yet. Screen Rant spoiled it for him. He got he gets those articles on his Google <laughs> alerts. He's like, well, how did this even happen? Oh, did this even happen? I just played the Tums. <laughs> exactly. So Ringo next year is going to find out about Shadow the Hedgehog uh, in a big way because it seems like, well, we know Shadow the Hedgehog is coming at the end of the year in Sonic the Hedgehog 3, mm-hmm. but leakers or rather modders that the, the i'm not sure bo how i should refer to the people who go in to the source code data for the new update to sonic superstars and find that shadow the hedgehog will be appearing in some form in a classic sonic game maybe as a hoodie maybe as a full skin i mean there could be just the character like the rabbit but they have found some evidence that there's shadow animations and art and so on coming to superstars yeah, I, I think I would call them data miners. And I do also have to say, if I were making a beloved game like that, I would throw in some suggestive file names just to screw with people. <laughs> so, okay, we can't rule out that it's just like a, a somewhat mean-spirited prank of like, <laughs> like gotcha, uh, nerds. Yeah, you thought Shadow meant the character? No, it's just, you know, the dark thing that goes behind you when there's a light source in front of you. Right. <laughs> they're, they're improving yeah, it. could just it. be their shadow effects, right. It, it's just a longer shadow now. Very long, <laughs> very long. There's uh, also some speculation that maybe Shadow will become playable in some of the uh, other games like Dream Team, Frontiers. You know, there maybe there will be a big Shadow drum beat going towards the movie. But I just want to stick on Superstars for a second and get a sense from you guys of what we think of you know, because for you know a while the the line from Sonic Team from Azuka has been, oh, Shadow can't be in the classic series. It, it doesn't doesn't make sense with the timeline. David knows all about timelines. Oh, yeah. It makes sense with the timeline. Sonic Adventure 2 doesn't happen. He's in a tube. Era. Or is the classic era just, at this point, a aesthetic that can be used or not used, depending on the art direction for the game? So is it going to be like a modern shadow hoodie that classic Sonic wears, like the new Santa outfit? Or is it going to be a classic-styled shadow? And either way, how do you feel about it? No shadow at all in the classics? Does it matter? Does it not matter? What do you think? I, I think they were going to take a hard creative line. Like Obviously, modern characters can't be in the classic series. And then they said, wait, hang hang on. The movie made how much money? We expect this other <laughs> one to make how much money? Right. Yeah, sure. Get them in there. Uh, that that seems like a pretty good, a pretty good theory. Um, if Shadow appears, I'm sure they'll be like, Oh, well, you know, that he's just there for fun or or maybe he time traveled or I mean, it, it could really be Sonic dressed as Shadow, but I feel like that's weird. You know, that'd be like, I don't know if if turned on this camera and I'm dressed as Grant and I'm like, uh, hi, it's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I'm, uh, I think I think it'd be a little weird, but it's, it's possible. But I mean, I think you really downplayed like the real news out of out of this update, which is, of course, IHOP Amy. Yes. Retro Diner Amy. Uh, <laughs> Amy in a IHOP, hopefully branded the International House of Pancakes. Yeah. Great. You know, I like IHOP. And do you think that means there will be a IHOP Sonic special? There should Will be. Will they have like blueberry? <laughs> and they'll be like, well, make 
chili dog blueberry pancakes. And you're like, ugh. Oh, uh, maybe, I see. I don't like IHOP. Okay. We're more, we were more of a Denny's family. Oh. Well, yeah. Sonic's already had a promotion with Denny's. That, that came and went a long time ago. 23 years now. When? Uh, in the year 2000. It was uh, for Underground. You could get a, a Sonic plush or a Knuckles plush. Okay. All right. Of course, yeah. how could we... How could we... I mean, I have both of them. They're on a shelf. Oh. Sonic has this little uh, medallion around his neck. Does it look like Knuckles in Underground? That no, terribly off-model drawing? It, it, is, it is just a regular Sonic plush and a regular Knuckles plush. The only difference is that Sonic has a very cheap medallion tied around his neck. There is There are no other differences. I think it would it would have been funny if they tried to make an off-model Knuckles plush. I would, I'd buy that. I have a slightly off-model Knuckles boy from Jack in the Box, uh, where his eyes Ooh. don't quite... Nah. Yeah, they don't quite go where they're supposed to, but he's... Uh, he kind of yeah, looks like... Yeah, that's like, like the Knuckles in, impersonator at your right. birthday party. If we're, if we're holding yeah. up toys, oh, I went to McDonald's. Was it was it yesterday oh, yeah? or the day before? Uh I don't know. Oh, look at this! Oh, I got, it's a it, classic. It's it's the yeah, it's the it's the McNugget toy. They brought it back for one of their adult Happy Meal toys. Oh, see, comes apart. Whoa, whoa! I know nobody can see this, but I am holding yeah. a piece of plastic that came in a meal that probably cost a bit too much for what it was. But it's McDonald's. It was a toy for adults. That's based on a toy that exists when we were children. See, that's what we're talking about this week, folks. It is the <laughs> saddest time of year. Seasonal, affective depression or disorder, mm -hmm. something like that. You know, you're sad. It's a sad. It's the, the holidays are stressful. <laughs> uh, my lord, we've been playing so many video games. Where has the time gone? And there's more Sonic coming nonstop. Mm -hmm. we, we have to talk about Dream Team, but we'll get there. We'll get there because okay, I hop, Amy. I have Amy. And, and Shadow, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. All four additional skins. And I want yeah. the classic Shadow. I don't care how it screws with the timeline. Time travel, great explanation. Who gives a shit? It's a non-canon. They've screwed up the canon so many times. Sonic Prime has shown you can shatter the whole universe, and it'll be great. But we can... We Sonic can, Prime? Uh, Why are you bringing up Sonic Prime, Grant? Why wasn't there also uh, <laughs> new Sonic Prime news as well? Uh, season three. That's right. Perhaps. Yes. They, a trailer yeah. that tells you every single story beat right. of the rest of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty much. Right. We got to see Sonic uh, dying yep. at the end, which, which <laughs> it's always yeah. fun. I always like it when Sonic's about to die. Yay. Uh, Me too. Especially if he's stabbed in the back by Mephiles the Dark. Who could have done that at any point in the game. Any point. But he liked to wait until the... So you've done all the different stages. Well, I guess it's because if the Princess Elise saw Sonic and Sonic rescued her and then Mep Mephilus immediately killed Sonic, she wouldn't have the emotional attachment to him, the emotional bond. Oh, they gotta mm. get them. Yeah. You, you know, it You're needs right. to be like they need to they need to become friends and maybe more. Yeah. Tests of He's love. He's got to pull her arm out of its socket. Yeah. Through a field yeah. first. Yeah. Right. He's got to rip her arm off, comment on her legs because. They're so orange. I know it's supposed to be the tights. Encourage her to smile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Elise is not in the Sonic Prime trailer. She should be. Right. Sonic Prime season three or just part three of season one <laughs> because Netflix. Uh, well, and in, we incidentally, there was Netflix uh, really flexed mm -hmm. their numbers this week. They did a unprecedented move and just showed uh, everyone a giant Excel sheet with <laughs> the all the shows and movies and things on netflix how many hours they've been streamed and sonic prime maybe surprisingly was pretty high it was in the top 200 it was above things like paw patrol the movie uh and sonic boom was also relatively high and then uh you could look for all the sonic things that are on netflix and see them in the, that uh adventures of and sonic the movie and sonic 2 all in there but sonic prime notably Mm -hmm. One of the most popular things on Netflix anywhere. One of the most popular animated series, period, Sonic or otherwise. And I have only watched some of it. I haven't watched all of it. I, I Bo, I know you and Modern Bo and you, your children have watched, I think, maybe all of it. So we've talked about this a bit before. Yeah, we, we have seen it all up till now and we'll eagerly await season three, part three. But, you know, if it's doing so well, are they going to do more? I thought that was it. Yeah, I wonder. That's a good question. I, I mean, may, maybe they'll be pushed to make more. I, I feel like the, the Netflix standard, especially for animation, has been we order a bunch 
but we split it up into multiple seasons. But I mean, who knows? Um, Another Netflix standard is if it does really well, they'll they'll cancel it. So you know, who knows? We <laughs> might not get any more. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, right? Might if it's too successful, it's going to cost too much money to make. Gotta gotta throw it off. Gotta throw it out. And then maybe they'll get somebody else to make a different Sonic show, and it'll be called uh, Sonic Sonic Secondary. Right? And there is that Knuckles show coming, which we we still don't have a date. Yeah, we know nothing about. Yeah, we don't know. We, theoretically, it's coming next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also coming to Netflix next year is Sonic Mania Plus. Oh yeah, and that is just you know it's a great game. So glad that it's accessible to more people. I see. I I read that announcement and I thought, wait, what is Sonic Mania? Because <laughs> I was thinking it was a TV show because it's Netflix. <laughs> but no, you can play games on your Netflix, and I'm stuck in the Stone Age of. 2015 or whenever they watch that no yeah people don't know because uh i don't really watch it on my phone but i think if you do watch it on phone or tablet it's there's a tab for games and there's just full yeah ass games huh on netflix it is uh it is a platform that hosts a variety of different entertainment experiences like Fortnite, which mentioned before on the show i want to get to at some point because they i was like oh they're gonna add that music thing from harmonics harmonics made the rock band games and then they added it to fortnite and you play it with your controller but then they're gonna add instruments my question to you is will they add shadow to sonic mania plus or will they add anything to update the console or pc version of the game to coincide with the netflix uh release will any ad- new additional content maybe be a playable amy perhaps uh or no we we shouldn't think such thoughts <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be smart to put shadow into the recent games as a marketing stunt for the movie get paramount to pay for it <laughs> i mean the crazy thing with shadow is just how long he's been on the shelf like he just sort of hasn't really for as popular as he is he's just sort of not been utilized to the fullest extent so i want it you know maybe they've just been waiting for this opportunity to uh well, you didn't like episode shadow and forces I mean, really, that's it. It's like right. that, that and, and Sonic. Yeah. I mean, Prime feels like the the big yeah. resurgence of Shadow because also everyone points to it and goes, wow, Shadow's in character. And for, you know, the, the, the many thoughts I have about Prime, the one thing I'll say is that it, Shadow feels more, you know, feels on point in that show. Like, yeah, Shadow is Shadow. And that's like the Shadow I want to I want to see for the most part. And he is an IDW, but there's glancingly. There's been a lot of a lot of uh, commentary on how he's been portrayed in that comic. David, what about how Shadow is in Prime feels so right or in character? Uh, I think I think it's something about like uh, his his cadence, his presence, his he's not acting like he's friends with Sonic. But at the same time, it doesn't he's not like positioning himself as some weird villain or being like, I can't be friends with anyone. It, It is sort of like he knows what's up. He wants to do it. Like if Sonic is more happy-go-lucky, right? He's laid back, he's cool, he's chill. He's like, hey, don't worry, we'll figure this out no matter what, even if we screw up. Shadow is the super serious version of that. Sonic and Shadow balance each other out in a way, kind of like how Sonic and Knuckles balance each other out, but Knuckles is a whole other thing. Um, Also, Shadow in Prime, I feel like it's the most competent person existing in in that narrative, which I think also helps. Yeah. Because he looks so much better than everyone else. Um, I watched enough of it to get a sense of what you're saying and that all like adds like i watched the first episode of season two which is uh where shadow really comes into yeah focus and i was like oh this is a this is a good way to have him like he's sonic but less stupid i guess or maybe prime sonic is like particularly out of his element uh and shadows had more time to like watch from the shadows and like observe how this universe prism thing works uh so he gets to have watching from the shatterverse (laughs) he gets to have the upper hand in this case shadow seems really impatient to get back to whatever he wants to be doing instead of helping sonic and i just wonder what that thing is do you think he's into woodworking or is he (laughs) like painting miniatures or what i almost had that uh, bird box finished and then you had to tear the universe apart uh yeah, I got sniped on eBay again. I still use <laughs> eBay. <laughs> you broke the universe. I missed. I missed the the mouse. I clicked the wrong button. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, it, I I can see that. I can see many things, and that's that's all of them. It's just those two instances: woodworking and eBay. 
<laughs> but yeah, you know, so so Shadow is coming back in the movie. Superstars, it looks like he's sneaking in. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be against the idea of him being in other things, um, you know, retroactively. But to go with your original question, I don't think they're changing anything in Mania for this Netflix release. I guess the the real allure is, oh, now you can finally play it on a tablet or a mobile device, which a lot of people have asked for, I guess, because, hey, one and two were on a phone. Why can't Mania, even though they were very different releases at the time? But, you know, at this point, hey, you know, it'll be neat. Um, Can't say I'll be playing it on a phone, but it's neat that it now is a thing. Speaking of playing it on the phone, whoa! I guess uh, I want to pivot to uh, Sonic Dream Team a little bit here because I am sad to say I still have not completed Sonic Dream Team. What happened was I tried playing it on my phone. That's a key feature of Apple Arcade. You can play on your... I was playing on my uh, Mac device, the computer. I was almost at the end. I thought, well, maybe I'll play a little bit on the telephone. It starts over from the beginning. What? What is this business? I'm logged into the same account on both devices. I check it. I'm looking around on Google. I'm posting on Sonic forums. I'm posting on Sonic Retro. What's going on here? Does anybody know? No. A lot of people have the same issue. A lot of people have the same question. The response from Apple is like, make sure you're signing in the same account. Make sure everything's up to date. Well, everything is up to date. I am signing in the same account. You're holding it wrong, Grant. Oh, right. You got you to gotta flip the phone around. It, it reset on the computer. I go back to the computer and it, it's it's gone. It's gone, man. It's gone. So I had Wait. to redo it. Oh, had to replay the whole thing. You're holding the computer wrong. <laughs> well, now that's weird. So it's it's like okay. So you install. So you played on the computer. It was fine. You installed it on the phone. Starts from scratch. Now the computer is also from scratch. Yes. So it's synced, but it's synced the wrong <laughs> way. Correct. Yes. Wow. The only way to do anything is to like email the developer directly, which I. I'm not going to do. I'm just going to replay it. Dear Sega Hardlight. <laughs> right. Well, no, just send an email. Say, hey, Hardlight, how's it going? Uh, we have this podcast. We'd like to talk to you about Dream Team. By the way, can you fix this for me? Yeah. That's how you do it because you'll, they'll be put on the spot. Or you wait, yeah. wait until they're on the show, then ask them. Is there a level select code I could have? <laughs> yeah. 1965, well, 917. The thing is, it's not it's not a unfun time to replay it. And it continues my strange tradition that I've started since Sonic Mania of playing the game twice, usually on different platforms. But generally it's my choice to do that, and I'm looking for different little quirks to each platform. In this case, mm-hmm. I'm replaying it just because the thing screwed up which is frustrating because it's like the game itself is so great i think uh but the apple arcadeness of it is just dragged down that much further because it's like if this was on the switch this was on the playstation it wouldn't happen but the apple arcade can't trust it also it's just like i don't want another platform with which my games are stored i want them all on one just put everything on the switch and we're all we'll all be happy but in my second replay i have you know, even deepened my appreciation for what Dream Team is doing. I do feel like, and Metacritic incidentally backs this claim up, so this is not controversial, it is the strongest Sonic release of the year, according to Metacritic, which has it at a 78, Whoa. which is higher than Sonic Superstars, h- higher than Sonic Frontiers, higher than Sonic Origins Plus. So the consensus is, according to the critics, Sonic Dream Team is the best Sonic game of the year. I don't know if you agree or disagree. We talked a little bit about that last week. Of course, David hadn't played it, Bo, I don't think has played it, but I'm not sure. No, I, I've got a Mac for work, and I don't know what the, the upper management would think. Can I somehow spin this as like a work project? Like, hey, guys, we could win this hard light business if only we get to the end of this game. If only we could figure out why this the game won't sync with the phone correctly. Yeah. Well, then I guess Bo, you will become our hard light correspondent at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. Wait, okay, right. So you have a Mac. Like, is is it is it only for work things, or can you just poke at it? Like, what would happen if you just did it? <laughs> hey, look, I, I I'm just imagining this conversation. They said, <laughs> "Hey, we've been reviewing your uh, corporate PC logs, and uh, we we noticed that we have this Sonic Dream team." <laughs> so it's a new AI initiative. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need, right? I'm yeah. sure. What did you want, the Sonic B team? <laughs> Yeah, you didn't call for the Sonic B-listers. You wanted the Sonic Dream Team. Triple A. We're getting Sonic quality. Remind them of the um, 
what was it the 1992 olympics you know the nba dream team <laughs> that's right yes yeah you know you know the score it's two to three um it's a pretty low scoring basketball game <laughs> but uh yeah oh between then and now i have played it i have i i actually finally started playing it only a couple of hours before we started recording okay so you also probably have not finished i haven't it. finished it no it's only but, a few hours long so maybe you could have no i i got to uh, the second world okay and and uh you know i've been enjoying it i'll say that i think it, it's it's fun is it the the best sonic game of the year it's it's hard to say I don't know. I mean, Superstars is technically longer, I'm assuming, but uh, that doesn't mean much, does it? I think it would have to be pretty good to make me think it was better than Superstars. Right. I, like, I've got my complaints with Superstars, the knack boss. Yeah. I really enjoyed it overall. Well, the one boss I've, I've uh, fought against, I'll say, is probably better than any boss in Superstars. And uh... I think the bosses in Dream Team... Mm -hmm. There's four worlds. Is that right, Smoothies? Because you yeah. have played it to completion. Yeah. So I've played three of them, and I think I've seen the last one in a spoiler image or video or something. Um, but certainly the three I've played are so creative and so fun, and like they remind me of the best types of uh, 3D Mario villains, where they're not particularly difficult, but they're creative um, and quirky and fun and cute. And yeah, that first one, Dr crabulous <laughs> where he's like this inflatable and you have to like pop the things to to uh deflate him it's cool the, it's really well animated it's a very colorful really nice looking appealing game but this, here's the other thing too about Sonic Dream Team is like mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a game that I want to play for four hours straight it feels really nice to play through a couple levels yeah. and then stop for a bit there's a reason why you feel that way because this game has no gameplay loop to it it's just levels uh, there's no downtime. There's no hub world. There's no like that that slow period. It's just constant fast, fast go. Except it it is broken up by some rather terrible cutscenes. But right, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is unfortunate. I will say like there's great animation, and then because it starts with like the you know still frame sliding in uh, cutscenes, and then all of a sudden Sonic's moving. You're like, oh, he's he's animated well. He's coughing up sand. You know. I, I guess Eggman's dream is a lot like Sandhill or something. And you, you're like, wait, why aren't all the cutscenes like that? And and I know it's probably because it's a mobile game. Yeah. The budget has going to go more toward the game, you know, like the game parts than it is the the cutscenes. But yeah, there is some. There is like maybe there's like just a, some Sonic burnout from so much. I mean, we we haven't even talked about there was the Twitter takeover, right? There was a YouTube video that showed us lost levels from Sonic Two's. Uh, right. development very exciting yes yeah we should talk about that you know one of the things that struck me in watching the sonic 2 development video was how the game was intended to have a certain narrative with time travel and all and that eventually just gets tossed aside in favor of well whatever story works for these levels that we've assembled is the story and that's how that basically with sonic dream team it's a fine enough concept i guess it's the same it feels like frontiers like people are your friends are stuck in cyberspace and then you've got to whatever. Yeah. It just feels like they could dial back the storytelling by 50% by half. And I think we'd maybe be, be a little better for it with just a little bit more left to the imagination and just, you know, a couple here and there, but between most acts, it feels like a lot. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, if they were fully animated cutscenes, maybe you wouldn't feel that way. I feel like presentation can be part of it. Yeah. Also, these cutscenes, they, they kind of overload you with information and the way that these images slide in and out so quickly, it's just really hard to pay attention to them. I, I watched them several times and like paused here and there to say, OK, so this OK, so that's OK. Got it. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad presentation. I th I'm with David here. I think you would enjoy them more if they just were presented better or rather you would appreciate the amount of story there is if it was presented well. There's also a lot of story with the Twitter takeover. We should touch on this real quick. Yeah. Because there were <laughs> some fun lore things in there. Sonic and Amy, Knuckles and his glide. But those those are always fun. The voice actors are so good. Um, Sonic screams at Amy. Oh, really? In one of them. I didn't, I didn't hear that one. Like, he just he just straight up screams at her. And I'm like, wow, what what just happened? It really took me. Uh, it took me aback. I was like, uh, it, it's one where they ask, like, what kind of cake you would be? 
And Amy's like, oh, I'd be a strawberry shortcake because I'm, I'm pink and yummy or whatever. Uh, and then Eggman says something. And then Sonic's like, well, you know what I wouldn't be? A strawberry shortcake. And he just screams at her. And then she starts screaming back at him and it just ends. And I'm like, what? What just happened? <laughs> it was really, I was really confused. Okay, tension in the recording booth is like leaking out <laughs> into the right to the real world. Was it was Amy? Uh, the I, I forget who voices Amy. Was she somewhere else? Because like her audio quality seemed different. Or was she there? I know there was a group photo, but I I didn't I didn't investigate it. Uh, the only one that I listened to myself was the Knuckles Glide one that you brought up. Uh, so I had to listen to that and I thought there were, it was interesting. So Knuckles, first of all, is just like very dumb in a Homer Simpson or like <laughs> the Drax guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. He just doesn't understand what does breaking of wind mean? Like he's doing that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Knuckles reveals that all echidnas can glide. What? Yeah. What? Since when? I guess we haven't seen any other ones. We sure haven't seen any other echidnas ever glide. We saw a lot of echidnas in Sonic Adventure. Right. Isn't there a, a version of Sonic Adventure you can play as T-Call? Oh, uh, SA2 Battle. Yeah, you there can you play. go. Or yeah, in Sonic Adventure 2, she is... Does uh, she glide? I think, I think she has yeah, she to. Does. Yeah. yeah. But so, so does Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, because they're just copies. Uh, you know, Um. yeah. Wait, how does he say... He glides what was his because yeah there was the breaking of wind yeah. but it was the so he's like yeah he he's bending the wind right he says all echidnas can bend the air which yeah doesn't kind of sets me further back from understanding how this <laughs> yeah. works uh and but then they're they kind of make it a little more practical and they're like oh so you you mean you're farting <laughs> which would then be like the helium right hot air balloon theory of knuckles that he's catching wind under his locks that he's creating. Mm -hmm. So when you press the button again to make him glide from a jump, that's him going just farting like <laughs> nutty professor. No, that the clumps and and that's that is canonically what they want you to believe. All I'm suggesting is maybe his namesake has something to do with his abilities, mm -hmm. and he's got the power of the fist. That's right to propel him. And it makes no sense, you know. Then he should be called shoulders, or I don't know what it would, <laughs> but it, like it it makes about as much sense as farting into your hair to make you fly uh right there was a question about his fists about his uh, knuckles somebody asked oh you know those points are they on your hands or are they your gloves and he refused to answer he said <laughs> what are you a cop <laughs> and refused to answer the question that's a good answer uh, yeah that is a good answer it, it, it um he gets like augmented metal ones in adventure two yeah uh, uh shovel claw yeah right in adventure one I, yeah that's the shovel claw whichever one it is his his normal ones are not enough no so he does but right i guess that that doesn't tell you whether or not oh is that his hand or is that the the glove yeah uh i mean according to archie cannon we know it's a mutation on his his fist but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean squat in the games. Uh, I'm, I'm trying well, to think maybe it does because the archie cannon seems to be creeping in more and more i don't know if you saw there's a tweet about the sonic educational tie-in there's some <laughs> there's some elementary school mathematics books mm -hmm. that are using sonic superstars assets art assets of the the renders of the characters and in one of them it's a math problem where it's like right. tails has 369 uh chaos emeralds and he's flying over angel island and he drops 41 chaos emeralds how many chaos emeralds does he have not, and it's like, whoa, that's a lot of chaos emeralds. Like probably they meant rings, but they said chaos emeralds. And it's Tails specifically, who we know is the chosen one in Archie lore, <laughs> and is the one that's meant to unify the chaos emeralds. So maybe all of that, yeah, all ties together. Maybe it's all true. It's all it's all canon, baby. <laughs> and all the kittens can glide. Locke can glide. Locke can glide. All right, I've never Julie I Sue probably can glide right. i don't know what the cybernetics if that makes a difference right. uh shade shade the uh what's her face echidna <laughs> yeah do you think all the entertainment titles are going to become canon like do we need to be checking out sonic schoolhouse for lore now yeah i think so i mean so with the lore thing like it kind of ties back to shadow where i'm i kind of feel like they're at a point where there is mm -hmm. the lore is such a bowl of spaghetti that you can just kind of justify any character being in any situation like whatever you want to do that's going to make the best game like 
make the game mm-hmm. and then figure out how there is a story with the game. It kind of feels like it's been the opposite a couple of Sonic cycles of game development where the overall experience in the story is sort of it seems like it changed a bit with Frontiers with the Amnesia. We know that there was some and there's always changes, always some sort of, you know, cutbacks it sounds like with every Sonic game developed, but uh I guess what I'm saying is Put shadow in all of it. I don't care. Put <laughs> silver in there. Right. What do I see? You know, Rouge is part of the team, and Shadow's not. That just seems, you know, what what happened to Team Dark? Right. I, I maybe they broke up. Um, because in the Twitter takeover, we found out that that Knuckles bought uh, Rouge some daisies. We don't know if he gave them to her or not, but it's like, oh, you know, if 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 Knuckles is moving in on Rouge. Maybe Shadow got a little jealous and was like, I can't, can't be around you. And now Rouge is becoming part of, of the Sonic group and, and Shadow's off being sad. And, but he'll fall in love with somebody else. I mean, there's other characters, right? Is That's what this is all about, right? Just who does Shadow end up with? Who does Rouge end up with? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's what this is all leading to. Yeah. Um, Shadow ends up with Maria's clone. <laughs> it's like a spider-man gwen stacy sort of like reveal okay Uh, yeah there's been the clone is the one who died and the real maria has been in a tube for 70 years so it's like knuckles and rouge do you think it's gonna happen because in the adventure 2 rap he does say i'm feeling her in mysterious ways that's why i stay on point like Every, every single, single day. day, every single day. <laughs> yeah. He also says, "I don't love you." Yeah, or die. I don't love you. He, yeah, he, he's got some conflicted feelings, and that's because we know that one of Knuckles' weakness, established back in the '90s, are girls. He doesn't, he doesn't know, right? Like, presumably, how to talk to them, how to interact with them. I guess if you've lived alone on an island, you, you've had no. Uh, romantic inklings towards anyone. I don't think Knuckles is sitting there and and looking at Ricky and going, "Hey, maybe you and I can go out sometime." Uh, <laughs> uh, there's so there's so many ways it could go. Uh, but lots of Sonic uh, news, lots of Sonic stuff. Uh, okay, Sonic so the Sonic Two video yes. that came out from the history of video games, video game history foundation. Yeah, thank you, proprietor Frank. Shafaldi? Safaldi? I think it's Safaldi. Yeah. If I'm wrong, sorry, Frank. Hey, it's the best Frank (laughs) of, unless there's one listening. But uh, oh, he, he takes right. this top spot for for this recording. Yeah, right. If if he is a subscriber to this podcast, he's the best Frank. Until then, he's number two. So gonna. I'll be Frank. Uh-huh. This video was good, and it was cool to see. Whoa. The new art assets new to us from artists like brenda ross Mm -hmm. and they reassembled genocide slash cyber city into with like the layouts and the assets and like shoot what else did we learn i mean to me that was like the major thing of like oh my god they right they did it i think the the newish new material was they have the design drawings or technical drawings like this you know paper grid that it was tom Payne, right he did for Sega Technical Institute for mm-hmm. genocide slash cyber city. So that stuff was new. And then they, they, they found the source of the sand desert level mock-up that we've known for years with the little crocodile badnik. Yeah. Who, who would have guessed? Yeah. Um, Cause uh, years and years ago, um, Brenda Ross was interviewed by a very young Sonic internet community that didn't know how to be, uh, how to ask questions or be professional. Uh, but after the interaction, it was presumed that she hadn't actually saved any of the material from her time at STI. And I guess even recently, when when she was contacted, it was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I have any of that stuff. But she found that VHS tape, which does it not only shows off uh, the, the desert level uh, sand shower, but it also, you know, and, and the the alluded to uh, Christmas themed winter zone, which is very exciting to see. Also, the fact that we saw uh, the, the desert level, you know, animated the 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 cactus, the cacti were animated. And, and then there was wood. There was wood zone, which made it look far more alive than even in the prototype we have, because it kind of looks like an actual level you can play through instead of a broken tunnel. Um, There was also in that video footage, uh, the visuals of the original first level of Spinball Toxic Pools, which 
um, we know existed because of uh, pre-production materials where it's like, oh, here's there's five levels. Here's the names, toxic pools, underground cave. But at some point, five became four. And I guess it was merged together into toxic caves. So we was like, oh, what what did that look like? We finally got to see that as well. And I think it's a real shame that Spinball wasn't five levels. One would have been longer. It would and well, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Maybe they made the right choice, right? And right, and then there was all the the Tom Payne material. Now Tom Payne has released material previous. Uh, many years ago, he had scanned a handful of documents uh, pertaining to mostly Metropolis, but then a couple things about Cyber City and you know some Badnik stuff. Uh, then back in 2019, uh, a second wave of material was released that was done through the Video Game History Foundation. They met up in a in a, in a game store and they scanned some more stuff and it was like oh wow and presumably it was like it was it was thought okay tom Payne, we've got everything but i uh somebody saw and like a photograph of oh here's this material just strewn splayed out on a table oh wait there's there's something that we haven't seen and that sort of began the chain of conversation of oh yeah there is more and so this time as far as we know We've got everything, which is the full genocide city, you know, all the, 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 the printed out sprites, which allowed then for the recreation, which was done uh, by a man named Hez. Uh, he put it in his in his fan game engine that he was working on. So he was able to piece it together, like recreate the sprites from the printed out stuff, from the chunks, all three acts. And, and it's also filled with, of, of just like random doodles, thoughts from Tom Payne. We know how much he paid in rent. 750 a month in san francisco can you believe wow. that number wow it's very right and then there's also material from an unreleased uh sti game called b bomb b dash bomb yes which uh was mentioned in a couple magazines at the time but like many of the games from that studio were canceled before <laughs> before their time Do you know what the b stands for no <laughs> it's but okay but well you know what it might i think the the summary no, does talk about but yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a stomping game yeah so all right we got some of that and there were also a handful of photographs we get to see tom Payne sitting with yamaguchi and yuji naka just hanging out in new york city for whatever reason <laughs> like there was a, a treasure trove of information a lot of it isn't even in the video because you have to download the files and look through them all it, it's funny to see okay i'm trying to figure out how to draw this bad nick and then there's something about like why is 80% of the wealth controlled by 10% of the population? Like, yeah, he was a real big <laughs> yeah. marginalia guy. He, yeah. And also seemed to be pretty unhappy with his job. Like, right. We got to pay me, you bastards. And here's my resignation notice about how you're not paying me. And That's right. We got to see hey, the resignation. It would be nice if I got paid. <laughs> we saw the resignation or at least the, a draft of it. Because I'm presuming he typed it up or did something a bit more uh professional yeah the one i saw was not signed right so i don't think that was that was just the draft yeah he he left sti in july of 93 and moved on to lucasfilm or not lucasfilm lucasarts sorry uh and he so he did that he left in the middle of spinball development um which i i was not aware of previous that he didn't stick around before it was done because some of the art that he made for cyber city was repurposed for the machine, which I think is pretty stand. It's like it's one of those things you whip out of your back pocket if you're a Sonic fan. Hey, did you know? Hey, now you know I got the Sonic creds. <laughs> Genocide City was there all along. It was there. Right. But I mean, uh, it, it is, uh, yes, a, a treasure trove of information. Some of it we had seen before, but there was a, a lot of new things in there. Not just Sonic, but but the B-bomb stuff and you know, all the things hiding because um, even in Brenda Ross, well, now Brenda Cook, but at the time, Brenda Ross, like her portfolio tape has stuff from other unreleased uh, STI games. So it's just it it fills in things. It just makes you go, what in the heck was going on in that studio at the time? They were why so many things just died on the vine, because really outside of Sonic, they made four games and I think helped port diehard to the saturn yeah you know if they brought me in as a consultant i might suggest paying the employees like just <laughs> spitballing here yeah maybe maybe uh that seems to be a unifying complaint <laughs> with uh people who have worked with sega and yeah spoken about it 
uh, on or off the record is that uh, they are not the company that is known for overpaying for talent. Well, you got to pay that vig to the Yakuza. So. Well, if you haven't seen that video, I'm sure it'll be linked in the show description notes, whatever you want to call it. That's right. The video is so good that I had you know, people who are not Sonic nerds or retro gaming geeks like text it to me to make sure that I saw it. <laughs> Like it is getting around. Right. I think it helps that it's Sonic 2. Like if even if you're like, oh, I don't really care about Sonic or Sega. It's like Sonic 2 is the one thing they'll say. Yeah, that one was good, though. It was good. Yes. It just adds to the legend of that game and makes you go. How in the hell did they finish it? Um, The video also did have some images that I I don't remember if we talked about it in the podcast, you know, a month or two back. uh, Beep. 21 the online mag magazine you know had a column written by uh yamaguchi you know the creator of tales and that's where some of the uh map or like the island maps came from and supposedly there's supposed to be another volume of that another part of that article released next time they put something out so there might be you know some more sonic 2 info coming uh before you know it it's a, it's a great time to be a, a Sonic 2 development fan. It's a great time to be a Sonic <laughs> fan. This is That's a true. Sonic renaissance yeah. in all real, really in all areas. It's There's prob- there's never really been a better time for Sonic or Burning Rangers. Whoa. The Sonic team beloved game Burning Rangers that has, I mean, the Google search performance for Burning Rangers before Bo started working to become the leading or one of the leading historians and after i feel like we're following rings of power which is the new bow blog rings of saturn yeah rings of saturn <laughs> shit i get this wrong every time rings of power is the lord of the rings show yes <laughs> rings of saturn that's right it's about the saturn bow has bought the tolkien estate and you are now in control of season two yeah. of rings of power oh no tell us about well, it. it's all about burning rangers <laughs> uh and new playable characters and knights yeah well so by the time this episode posts i'll have a new article up on rings of saturn and this is playing as sonic and tails together in sonic jam world well get both of them running around together now to be fair tails can clip through walls and can't land on platforms but uh hey it looks great in screenshots (laughs) and uh i got more more where that came from whoa that's awesome sonic and tails together is such a lovely pleasure. Sonic 2 gets it. Sonic 3 gets it. Sonic and Knuckles. Whoa, this is different. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Okay. <laughs> we got Tails all the way through. Sonic Adventure starting to get a little weird. Sonic Adventure 2, he's in a robot. Tails should be following Sonic. He should be following Sonic clumsily, stupidly, but there. Actually, you know what? I The one I'm really going to post tomorrow is Sonic and Tails together in Sonic 3 Blast. And I'll, I'll do the jam one next after that. But this makes the Sonic 3D Blast special stages even more like Sonic 2. You got Tails trailing behind you. Whoa, I love Following this. along with everything you're doing. But does he have a separate ring counter? He does not have a separate ring counter, which, you know, downside is that you can't get rings if, with Tails. But upside is you can't lose rings as Tails. Right. I like that. That's a fair, very fair bargain. But I have I have long cursed Tails' ability to lose the rings that he gathers in Sonic 2. I'm now at a point where, you know, I'm good enough to not worry about I, it. I realize that, yeah, exactly. Like, actually, if I was depending on Tails for the critical rings, that, that's a me issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a skill issue. Right. And uh, Well, if you ever want to go crazy, the uh, 2013 version of Sonic 2, which is in Origins, if you play the exclusive eighth special stage with Sonic and Tails. You can finally, you can remember what it was like to not be able to beat it um, by not having enough rings <laughs> because the ring count is so precise if Tails is there with you. Mm. But also, if you haven't played the special stage in Sonic 2, you should because it's neat. Okay. Just do it as Sonic if you want to be able to beat it. How do I get there? The <laughs> options? It's on the level select, right? Sound test? Yeah. yeah, you have to go in the sound test. It's one of those things, just like how there's a seventh special stage in Sonic 1 in that version. Mm. Like, oh, hey, yeah. that's neat. It's hard and bad, but it's neat. <laughs> it was not designed well, the, the Sonic 1 seventh special stage. I'll just say that. I love Taxman. I guess South Hall, I don't know who designed it, but not not a good one. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought that was going to be like, I love Taxman 
don't care for stealth. Oh no, <laughs> that would be rude. No, stealth. Love tax man. Love tax by George Harrison. Right, not guitar solo. Paul McCartney. Yeah, that is, that a, is good a good song. song. That is yes. Tax man's good. Uh, Christian Whitehead is good. Stealth is good. They're all good. Yeah. It's just the other members of Evening Star did not work on the Sonic One and Two ports, so they are um, safe from criticism regarding the Sonic 1-7 special stage. We are about <laughs> running out of time, but should we reach into the mailbag? Let's read a fake mailbag. Dear Sonic Weekly, hey, you guys have been doing stuff every week. Are you going to take any time off for the holidays? Yeah. Whoa. Why? Yes. In fact, we uh, are going to take some weeks off and, uh, you know, just stay subscribed. Keep an eye out. We'll be back pretty soon subscribe to rings of saturn in the meantime i am taking no time off (laughs) posting every week all right you're responsible for covering all sonic news until we come back right there could be two more games released based on this year's track (laughs) (laughs) just yeah i can't wait i can't wait for the next sonic game Uh, but you said there's a mailbag there is a there is indeed a mailbag there is a there is a letter that we've received uh, in response to, actually, we've got a couple of them, but I'm just going to read this one. Uh, it's in response to last week's episode, and I, I you know, I got to address some of the the comments that we've received about, uh, you know, I was talking about how there's no good Shinobi games, and uh, I think this is sort of like a fact, you know. But like, <laughs> there was there's some fans of Shinobi, right? That uh, that that were like, hey, come on now, there's there's some good Shinobi games, Shinobi Three, PlayStation Two, Shinobi games, and that's fine, uh, you know. So hashtag not all Shinobi games, I guess, but you know it's it's they 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 were sega renewed a few other like ips that kind of make me feel about like shinobi does which is altered beast mm-hmm. like uh, kid chameleon <laughs> it's just not it's not the they're not the sega virtua cop even would get me a little bit more uh or flicky hey they're revitalizing the flicky game uh things like that might might uh move the needle for me personally more but that's just my opinion uh so if you enjoy shinobi amazing okay here's this letter uh it says hi dudes i've enjoyed your podcast i really like your conversations i know you only talked about it for exactly three minutes but your conversation (laughs) about sonic dream team is one of the few quality discussions i have found about this game online i really agree with what you guys said it is so much fun absolutely my favorite sonic release for this year as well perhaps maybe excluding the scott pilgrim anime Oh, which I guess he's counting as a Sonic release. Hope you'll get to talk about it more next time. Yeah, me too. We'll we'll get there. Uh, as for the and and more section from the Game Awards trailer, I really wanted you guys to talk about Rystar. Rister. Rister. Rystar. I want to say it's Rystar because he's shaped like a star. I, it's always been Rystar in my head, but I think yeah. it's canonically Rystar. Oh, is it Rystar? Rystar because he uses his wrists. Maybe it's a wrist thing. Well, like if you. If you look at like when the developers write about it and they're like anglicizing it, they put Lister. Uh, uh. Yeah, I, I think it's Ristar. They go on to say, I know it is not pre-Sonic. It is still a legacy title that doesn't get a lot of love nowadays. Did you guys play <laughs> this game? I really enjoyed this game. It has such a vibrant setting and the gameplay is snappy and very creative regarding the use of the main character's hands. <laughs> I would love for a new entry in this franchise i wouldn't even mind for a that game we're talking about like game starring tangled my favorite lemur it would be a really nice way to incorporate this awesome character from the comics and her friends while having a slower paced platformer in sega's catalog let's hear what you think thanks again for fun discussions you guys uh thanks a lot guy thanks for the letter guy you can email us sonic weekly podcast at gmail.com uh david reads it out at the end of every episode and you know more and more we're gonna perhaps read the read letters like that yeah. uh, on the show. Uh, Rister. All right. Re, restar. Re, <laughs> restar. I want to say Rystar, but I guess it's Restar. Or at least, it yes. Is, it is Restar. It is Restar. Restar? Yes. It, uh, I, I think it's restar. fantastic. I, the only negative thing I'll say about it, which isn't even really negative, is that it did not belong on the Mega Collection with the Sonic games. Like, so just sorry, it's not a Sonic Team game technically no right it was on sonic mega collection right there are definitely shared personnel i made a whole spreadsheet yes they're they're based on this question that's right you did there are shared personnel there are some connections in terms of like the gameplay and everyone's like oh yeah you know sort of based on the early concepts of sonic one with the bunny in the ears and it's like 
maybe kind of but i also i don't know i don't know how true that really is at the end of the day but it does feel like something that sort of belongs like if you think about sonic and sonic related thing i don't know yeah they they should have done four or five more restart games and had <laughs> you know sonic do a cameo in one of them right yeah just having the 16-bit and the 8-bit one they're leaving it on the table he he only had a cameo in all-stars racing transformed he's waving the checkered flag right yeah i mean right uh you know the adventure games are full of knights references i want to i want yeah just have sonic and restart you know like um you know like the sonic and garfield pack do that <laughs> Hey, there's there's a bunch of those like Sega PC was like yeah put Sonic and Garfield in as many things as possible. I wouldn't mind seeing more. I think that it, that is a franchise that feels like should have had a sequel and maybe if it hadn't happened so late in the Genesis lifespan, uh, we yeah. would have gotten one. Yeah, it, I think it just it was a a victim of circumstance and it, and at that point it's like oh well Saturn it's all AM2 and whatever Sonic team wants to make and. I mean, there's other there's other good stuff on there, it's a, but it's a really great soundtrack too. It's it's Hataya who worked on a bunch of the Sonic Team games, and it's I think even more like unified than any of the Sonic titles. Like there's different themes for every level, but you can tell like oh, this is a Rystar song huh. in all of them. So if you haven't listened to that on repeat for four hours, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I do think it was a, a victim of timing for sure because we had just suffered through too many Rocky Rodents and Bubsies and Arrow the Acrobats to like really have room to give another mm -hmm. chance to another cool, cute, unique Dynamite Heady was even like kind of a, a bait and switch. Like, oh, the box art looks so cool. What a fun idea. What if? And then it's like the hardest thing that you've ever played as a kid. And it just, it's like, oh, I guess. This is just a rental only. Uh, but Rystar, Restar, you know, I used to like him, and now I don't like saying his name. He's <laughs> Just say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You know, he's a big grabby. Well, he's he's got to grab. That's the only thing he can do. Yeah. <laughs> I like the end where you meet his father, and he's just a bigger star with bigger arms, and he uses him to give him a big hug. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. No, it's say, absolutely does true. Does he have a mustache? <laughs> no, you just see his arms. They're so big. Oh, whoa. See, oh, at the end of the day, it's about familial love, you know? It's, that's right. And you can't fault that. So maybe in the sequel, uh, he can find his mom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe, I don't know. I think there's, isn't there like some weird reference to a sequel? I forget. Might be. No, 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 no single. No sequel. There is no sequel. But you know what? There is always a sequel to. That's right sonic weekly in fact we have entered franchise territory considering the amount of episodes <laughs> we have rolled out yeah we've we've had more episodes than there are bond movies whoa isn't that crazy uh we haven't hit we don't have as many episodes as the golden girls yet <laughs> we're gonna do that spinoff series where we run a hotel together oh man i can't wait for that it's gonna be great that's <laughs> sonic weekly palace <laughs> here's a here's a clean version of the prompt for you david uh mm -hmm. will there be more episodes over the holiday season i think what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be taking a little holiday break that's right you know the holidays are coming uh there there there's christmas there's, I think I think Hanukkah is occurring. There's Kwanzaa after that. Of course, there's a few others that I always forget the names of, and I apologize. And of course, there is the New Year celebration. So we're going to be taking a little bit of time off so we can spend time with friends and family. The friends and family we've ignored. And playing Christmas nights. Oh, yeah. But also, we might be back because friends and family... Yeah, uh, no, uh, you know, like, like the Thanksgiving where you're like hanging out, eating a turkey, and you're like, hold on a second. And you you go into into a bedroom and you're like I'm just gonna be on my phone for a while and uh, <laughs> pretend nothing or you're you're just out on the on the porch or like you know when your dad is just sitting there drinking brewskis watching the game well, what's going on here I don't know what I'm saying is we have friends and family and we may spend some time with them but you know may, maybe it'll be a little bonus bonus holiday episode around the corner we're not gonna promise it but it might it might occur. Either way, you should play Christmas Nights. Uh, play it on a Sega Saturn. Play it with your loved ones. I get a feeling that Bo is going to be playing on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I haven't said all the stuff I normally say. You know what? If you uh, if you haven't already, you should subscribe using your podcatcher of choice. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
podcast addict, which I always say, even when Bo isn't here, whoa, <laughs> but I'm saying it now. Still the best. Of course, you can get in contact with us at sonicpodcastweekly at gmail.com. And, and if you send an email, that's also how, hey, you get the link to the Discord. And um, thank you, Smoothies, for the edit. And thank you, Grant and Bo. Yeah, Bo and Grant for being bodacious and Grantalicious. Thank you, David. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yes. Thank you all. God bless us, everyone. <laughs>